Hey guys, this is the Psy Principle, a podcast that will take you on a road of psychological research in answering most burning questions and the ones which are most intriguing. Presented to you by Ritik Gupta. Considering all human beings love music, unless some friendly robots listen to this podcast, of course. Then why do we love music? Why do we relate to a musical piece and how do we do that? Today I'm going to try to break it down for you. Follow this podcast to a fresh episode every week. Let's jump right in. It's present everywhere. During our long drives, during our fun parties, at weddings, at high-end stores, keeping us company during our bathing showers as well, and even when we are doing nothing and just wants to pass time. Yes, it's music. Well, what makes it so relatable? Whatever may be the situation, whatever may be our emotions, and whichever place we are at, we find relatable music everywhere. Now, what is the first thing that comes to our mind when we listen to a piece of music? Is it the lyrics that we focus on? Or is it the instrumentals? Or is it how it makes us feel? And sometimes, what memories it brings back from the past? Now, looking from a structural viewpoint, it's just a sound mixed with other elements, right? Then what is so special about a compiled piece of different harmonies, the notes or the voice that we call music? Well, one thing we, are, we can be sure of is they are enough to send shivers down our spine and excitement throughout our body. Some may weep quite often listening to a piece of music, while others may dance with joy. Coming to the understanding of such phenomena, Paul Farnsworth was one of the first person who published the first book on the social psychology of music in 1954, but his work was only realized by 1997, quite late. Yeah. Let's understand first how our body reacts to any stimuli. Now, it first takes the input through one of the sense organs, here in our case our ears in terms of music, and takes the information to process in our brain areas. Specifically, then our body decides the perceiving process, that is how to react and how to feel. Some physical tingling or even some mild to extreme emotions of joy or sadness that we get from music. Now, in a study, the researchers found that the most common reactions to musical pieces were shivers down the spine, laughter and lump in the throat. Within a musical piece, let's say a song, we might also feel different sets of emotions, right? Now, some parts may make us feel emotionally high, but other parts may be emotionally low for us, while others may seem neutral. Now, scientists in a research study used PET scans to measure changes in cerebral blood flow while participants listened to music that gave them any sort of intensely pleasant emotional response. Now, they found that as these chills increased, there was increase in cerebral blood flow in brain areas related to reward, motivation, emotion and arousal and are also activated in other pleasurable situations. Well, I'm not sure if music touches your heart, but I can definitely say that it really affects your brain. Now, a fun fact. How do you guys think 
people who have lost their hearing or auditory abilities listen to or relate to music now scientists have showed and proved that they can feel the vibrations of different notes in a musical piece thus further proving that music is not just about the sound it is also the effect that it can create another perspective to our understanding of music comes from a sociological side what it says is that the music is not necessarily expressive or technical as per se but it also is grounded in people's experiences and their interactions that's why music is such a huge part of our culture well now i think of it it seems to make sense for example rappers and singers talk about stuff which they experienced in their songs quite often since it's such an important part of our culture we relate to it in a very special manner because its ingredients have the same roots as our existence now culture is something that gives music its biggest context now the music in 21st century is not just a piece to enjoy or groove to it's much more than that it's political it has a message and it serves a purpose now coming to the modern day times today music has no boundaries we all have such different and diverse tastes now that it's now normal to be fond of music from various cultures and languages another research view comes from the field of cognitive anthropology yeah there was a mouthful of jargon <laughs> that sounded scientific right though yeah but just understand this perspective it poses a question what if culture is just a manifestation of our mental representations and it's inextricably linked to our mental processes that's what cognitive anthropology would question yeah now the way we enjoy music goes beyond our understanding of a particular language or its lyrical content i mean let's just look around ourselves so many songs that became famous all over the globe became so popular because of their interesting beats and not just for what they say or mean Shakira's Waka Waka or Sai's Gangnam Style were so exuberantly famous due to their unique arrangement of beats and notes. Now coming back to our science. A stream of researchers within cognitive anthropology have proved that people may still understand and groove with the beat even if the piece belongs to an unknown culture. Well, it's not wrong to say that people are connected by music. Now everything seems great about music, right? Think again. When was the last time we became defensive about our music choices or got angry at someone who didn't seem to like our Spotify playlist, for example? Now evolutionary theorists posit a stance that music may have served a bigger purpose for our ancestors. It helped in bringing together a large number of people together in a communal space, but they may have led to that what mr brown refers to groupishness meaning that it has the tendency to promote coalitions among people but it can also lead to hostility towards members of outgroups the groups that they do not belong to yeah now well now we know moving together in a rhythm with the beat served our cavemen some function but not us but we do have preference which we call our music tastes Music of any kind which we don't like can be a noise to us. I mean our grandmoms particularly don't enjoy hardcore rock music. That would have been dope though. Yeah, when I think of it. But when unpleasant melodies are played, 
the posterior cingulate cortex activates which indicates a sense of conflict or emotional pain pain sorry they found this in a study now the right hemisphere has also been found to be correlated with emotion which can also activate areas in the cingulate in terms of emotional pain specifically social rejection the study was done by eisenberg eisenberger and colleagues in fact music has been proven to form an essential part of our individual identities still think music is just a piece of sound think more well that was it for today for this episode from the sci principle if you like this episode do follow for regular episodes and let me know by emailing me your views suggestions or ideas for future episodes you can find my email in the description box and if you are a really kind individual please share and spread the word around thank you so much bye for right now yep